Nana. Hello, people. Hello. Good afternoon. Welcome to the prayer experience being broadcast from here in Kingdom Life in Church in Preston, Lancashire, on this beautiful, beautiful sunny day in an Indian summer. We are really blessed up. We don't very much get sun up north, but please share this video. Um, we are live. Um, we are live. Subscribe to Delhi Talks Media UK channel on YouTube and all other streams. Um, leave your prayer requests, praise reports and comments. Um, they will all be read and prayed for. The prayer experience hotline is available. The number is on the screen. Um, and thank you. Thank you for joining us today. I start with the Thanksgiving scripture of Psalm 68, verses 3 to 4. But let the godly rejoice. Let them be glad in God's presence. Let them be filled with joy. Sing praises to God and to his name. Sing loud praises to him who rides the clouds. His name is the Lord. Rejoice in his presence. So I just, I think the words of that scripture say everything that we need to do right now. Let's just be godly and re rejoice in being thankful that we are alive, that we are um, in the presence of God at all times, even when we don't feel like it, and even when the days um, are looking grim, not just on the sunny days. God is always with us. So we sing praises to his name. We sing praises and we sing aloud to God. And we rejoice. And you know there's power in praise. There's power in rejoicing. It's, there's power to push back the darkness. There's power to push back, um, push back the, the, the second heaven. So we just come before. Let's, let's all come now and be thankful and be, give thanksgiving. And thanksgiving is a gift that is offered from the place of the heart. Um, and we offer it to, up to God right now. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And we thank you, everybody, for being on the stream. We, th we, th we give thanks to God for this platform to be able to share and to be able to minister and to be able to pray. And we just say thank you, Lord, for, uh, for the blessing of today. Thank you, Lord, that you died on the cross for us. Thank you, Lord, that you are our salvation, that you are our shalom, that you are our peace in a storm. Thank you, Lord, that on the cross you did everything that, that for us and you, that we are redeemed by your blood. Thank you, Lord, for the power of the cross. Thank you, Lord, for the blood of Jesus over each and every one of us. Thank you, Lord, for the gift of salvation, for the opportunity to get born again and to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Thank you, Lord, that you sent your son to die for us, to take every single sin upon, us, upon yourself so that we, before we even committed any sin, you died for that sin. So we thank you, Lord. We can never... We can never comprehend the fullness of what's, what, the, what justification we had bought for at the highest price on the cross. Thank you, Lord, that you are our redeemer, that you are a redeemer and the, the, that your blood paid as a ransom price by the sanctified blood of the lamb. We are bought with a price. We are bought and paid for. There is no price higher than the blood of Jesus. 
thank you, Lord. We thank you. Um, my inspired word today um, comes from the scripture of Revelation 2, verse 7. I've given it on the banner as, to, as in the New Living Translation. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. To everyone who is victorious, I will give fruit from the tree of life in the paradise of God. Um, I love also the Passion Translation of this scripture. It says, the one whose heart is open, let him listen carefully to what the Spirit is saying now to all the churches. To the one who overcomes, I will give access to feast on the fruit of the tree of life that is found in the paradise of God. And, you know, the, in, the pre, in the scripture that's on the banner, it says about victory. And in the notes, it says, subdues, vanquishes, and prevails. Whoever subdues, vanquishes, and prevails experiences victory. So we just thank you, Lord, that we are able, um, through that blood of Jesus, to vanquish, to subdue, and to prevail, and to experience victory, and to taste from the tree of life. And we are, we are tree, the tree. The tree of life is Christ within us, the hope of glory. The fruit of that tree is reserved for those who overcome. We can taste of that tree, and we can taste of the paradise of God and feast on the fruit of the tree of life that is found within the paradise of God. And thank you, Lord, that we are able to do that. So uh, that's the that's where my inspired word comes from because. You know, we need to have our hearts open to let to let Christ in, to let the Spirit of the Lord speak to us. It's very hard for our hearts to to become closed, to become weary, to become tired, to listen to other voices that are not the voice of God. We need to have hearts open. We need to have hearts pure. We need to be able to um, discern the difference between what is or the voice of God and the voice of our emotions, the voice of our minds, the voice of our own will, and the voice of the enemy, and the voice of rebellion. And we need to, we need to remember to check our hearts daily, even sometimes more than once daily, to check that our hearts are pure and to check where our hearts are at. And that's where my heart is today to to bring a, a, a recall that we have our heart, to keep our hearts open. There's a difference between keeping our hearts open and keeping our hearts guarded, and sometimes there can be a confusion in that. And that's where the inspired word for me came from, because it's important to keep our hearts open um, and to keep our hearts guarded and to mean keep our hearts guarded from the bad things, but it doesn't mean you put up a barrier it doesn't mean that you put up a, a strong like defense mechanism. Sometimes when we're in situations, we can put up a defense mechanism. We can become stony hearts, and that can hurt other people. The thorns from our hearts that are still in our hearts might spill out of our mouths. It says in Proverbs, out of the heart, out of the mouth, the heart, the heart, the mouth speaks. So we need to be careful. We need to be careful of the words that we speak into other people. We can sometimes hurt people unwittingly. Um, there can be misunderstandings when people don't communicate clearly, and it can harm the body of Christ. And we need to be able to um, sit down and have conversations and, and to be able to, th to thread out those 
um, thorns um, and, and be aware that all of us are prone to having um, struggles and to be open and to be real with people if, you're, if your heart's not in a good place and to be accountable if your heart is not in a good place to, to ask for help um, f from wherever you need it um, and to, um, to, to seek into the word of God and it just you know the aspect of make sure you feast on the fruit of the tree of life and and to and that is found in the paradise of god um and that's where our victory comes from and it is a daily journey it's a daily journey to subdue the vo the other voices to subdue everything that is not of god and to lift god up in ourselves and we are the tree of life we need to water ourselves with holy water we need to water ourselves with the holy water of the word and to be refreshed and to be renewed and to allow the water of the word to go in and um, to heal us and to root out all of the any thorns that, that could be coming to harm us. Because if, if we have bitterness and, and pain, then that is really can only spill out into other people. So I just want to have a moment of prayer and reflection into that. And I just pray for everyone on stream and watching afterwards that we will always have, be able to be accountable and to check our hearts and to recognize when we are going off kilter and off key and to, um, to be persistent in subduing and vanquishing and prevailing and to experience victory. And to, it's a daily journey and to take the effort to do to make that make our hearts right to, to check our hearts to check that they're in line with the lord and to be hearts and be people that reflect god's love to others that is so so important at all times we all fail but we need to be recognizing when we fail and coming and repenting and making right if needs be so that's where the inspired word comes from. Um, my prayers for the, the prayers for the church today come from the scripture of um, Revelation twenty two fourteen. Blessed are those who wash their robes; they will be they will be permitted to enter through the gates of the city and eat the fruit from the tree of life. Again, on this same theme, that the those there are various um, ideas and different people have different views about who the martyrs are and the, the washing of the robes in the blood of Jesus um, but on a practical level the aspect of keeping our temples clean washing our robes daily not just on the outside but washing ourselves on the inside making sure that we're pure making sure that we're clean making sure that we're um, holiness doesn't come from our efforts obviously it comes from the blood of Jesus but to walk in a righteous format to walk in a holy way to be accountable so i just pray for the church in uh, to be cleansed and to recognize when it when they need to be when they need to come and be accountable and for the church i pray for the church to to be awake and to be earnest in keeping themselves holy and keeping themselves clean because we're the bride of christ and god is coming Jesus is coming back for a spotless bride. But until he does, we're a body and we need to wash. We need to wash and we need to make sure 
we keep ourselves clean. We need to keep ourselves clean uh, within the house um, be, by being accountable to, to our brothers and sisters um, when, we, when, we, when we step out of line and when we do wrong, um, to be um, open and um, have integrity and uh, walk in a manner that is fitting. Um, in the Passion Translation, of this scripture it says wonderfully blessed are those who wash their robes white so they can access the tree of life and enter the city of bliss by its open gates so i just pray because we have open gates we are the city of bliss pray that the gates are open pray that we can come into that place of to access the tree of life to come into a deeper holiness with god to encounter him in a more holy and deep way um, the true church of God hungers after Christ. It hungers after holiness. It hungers after repentance. It hungers to be accountable, to be in line, and to be totally in the heartbeat and in the rhythm and listening closely to its bridegroom. The bride of Christ wants to be close to its bridegroom, wants to be able to lay, uh, lay its lay its ear on the chest of the bridegroom and hear the bridegroom's heart. There should be no boundary and no barrier that stops the bride of Christ coming into the presence of God and into the holy of holies. It's only when we do that in the intimate time that we have with the Lord that then we can pour out, then we can go into the marketplace and pour out from that intimate space from that intimacy, we pour out then in the world. And the more time we spend in the intimate place with God, the more time we, we, the more stronger we are. And when we go out into the world, we reflect God stronger. The light of God on us is stronger for those that are in the darkness. Our light shines greater. So it's so important to keep ourselves washed clean and to keep our robes white. And um, according to Isaiah, you know, to keep ourselves under the blood of Jesus, to keep ourselves washed in the blood of Jesus, to keep ourselves remembering that the cross was our redemption, to keep ourselves on our knees, to keep our faces on the ground, to remember what the cross did for us, to keep the cross centerpiece and, and, and not shift it one bit to the left or to the right or to the north or to the south to keep it central, to keep it pointed, to keep it literally, you know, in this day and age, to not compromise, to, to keep the cross high, to keep the word of God close, to keep our minds stayed on him, uh, like flint, locked in like flint, in, in the vision and, and knowing the heartbeat of God. So that is the prayer for the church. We pray that for the church, the true, true church of God. So the prayer for the nations today is taken from another, from another part of the same scripture as I used previously, Psalm 68, 5 to 6. To be a f that God is a father to the fatherless, a defender of widows. This is God whose dwelling is holy. God places the lonely in families. So my prayer for them, and he sets the prisoners free and gives them joy, but he makes the rebellious live in a sun-scorched land. You know, we, we're, we're in a season of heat here in the UK, which is quite, um, quite unusual for the North. 
Uh, the tram driver this morning made a joke about, see that sun in the sky, if anybody, anybody knows what that is, it's the sun in the sky, don't be worried about it. Um, the rebellious live in a sun-scorched land, but each person who's rebellious has the opportunity to come in and live in communion with God. So I just want to pray for the nations. I want to pray that those that are in rebellion come back to God. Those that are in rebellion who don't know God, meet God. Those that are prisoners will be set free. Those that are fatherless will find their homes, that will meet the, they will meet Father God, and that God places his lonely in families. And I thank you, Lord, for the gift of belonging in the body of Christ and being planted in a healthy church. We did something on Sunday where we all put handprints um, on a tree, which is the DNA, um, which is the, a tree upstairs so that we're um, in the children's area. And it's so important, that tree of life, that we are planted in a good church, that we are planted within a church family so that we can refresh ourselves and be watered by and be embraced by the branches of the other brothers and sisters uh, and be surrounded and be covered and protected and loved and um, deep-rooted so that nothing can uproot us. When we find the right church family, it is something beyond any, any, any concept or description that I can explain. Um, but it's something that is um, so necessary. And it's only when you find it that you realize how necessary it is. You realize kind of how homeless you've been and how much of an orphan you've been until you found it. So um, it is a tree of life. It is um, a paradise to be able to be um, in the house of God. Um, so I just pray for the nations. I pray for those people out on the street, in the streets who don't know what it's like to be in family. I pray for those that are in bondage in their minds and in their bodies, that they will come to a freedom and have the chains broken off of them. We pray for the fatherless. We pray that those who are orphans of all ages come to know the God who loves them, who formed them before the beginning of the world, who formed them in their mother's womb, that everybody is is every everybody who was born nobody's an accident nobody was born by accident nobody was born by accident you have a father god who planned you and you have a destiny before the beginning of the world you have a purpose in his name you have a name you know you are daughter you are a son of the living god and it's just you know those of Though I pray especially for those people who don't know God, who don't know Father God, that they can come and they can just know who God is for themselves on a very, such a personal. We serve, we are blessed as born-again believers. We serve a living God and we serve a God who is our Father. We serve a God who hungers for intimacy with us. And we need to know who he is so that we can hunger to have a personal, loving relationship with our Father God. That's why it's so important within the church family to reflect God so well because it's only through, through people that we can know how to 
how God loves us, we get to know and we get to understand how it is to have a brother, how it is to have a sister, how it is to have a, um, a father and a mother and people around us. He sets us and he gives us joy. He gives us joy in that. My prayer for healing today is um, is base is place is place me is song of songs eight six to seven place me like a seal over your heart like a seal on your arm for love is as strong as death it's jealousy as as it's jealousy as enduring as the grave love flashes like fire the brightest kind of flame many waters cannot quench love nor can rivers drown it. If a man tries to buy love with all his wealth, his offer would be ut utterly scorned. And, you know, I recently have really had an experiential understanding of the healing that love brings, that real love, the real unconditional love of God and of God's people, the experiential level of healing that that can bring to somebody who's broken to, to people who are broken from the inside. There's a healing that comes from the love of God that can't be, it can't be brought, it can't be bought or sold. It can't come from medicine. It can't come from um, just emotional connection. It can't come from anything else except the love of God. You know, the love of God heals. It heals beyond because it is God, because God is love. God is love. Love can't be explained. It can't be uh, theorized. It can't be defined. It has to be experienced through Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and through the people of God reflecting to each other. That is what brings healing. It brings healing to the body. It brings healing to the mind. It brings healing to the emotions to belong somewhere and to be loved unconditionally, no matter what, even if you mess up, because we all mess up every day, to still be loved, to be, um, even when you're told off, but not told off, and you realize that, wow, you know, you're being told off, but it's with love, it's not with abuse. Um, the love of God to, to bring healing into areas of somebody where they've been previously abused in those areas. That's, that's priceless. That, well, it's not priceless. The price was paid on the cross. That's the love of God. That's the blood of Jesus pouring into the wounds. So I just pray for ev anybody and everybody listening to this stream that they will experience the love of God to be healing balm to their wounds, to be healing balm to their minds, to their emotions, to every nook and cranny and every single space to bring it to the fore, to bring up unresolved trauma that the love of God will come in and heal that, heal that unresolved trauma. They will not have to suffer with anxiety or fear. It says perfect love casts out fear. Lord I, Jesus, I just cry out to you with the love of God, Please, God, let those people that have healing, that need healing from past traumas, let them come to you and experience 
through yourself, through God, through Jesus and through the people of Jesus around them, that they can come to that place and lay it all down and be open and, and raw with their emotions and with what's been going on in their lives and still be loved and still be accepted and not be judged for what they share. So I just pray that love for people um, within church life and, and within outside of church that need to come into church and experience that unconditional acceptance and belonging and love of Christ that is so rare. You can't find it out in the world. You can't find it, but it's so important, and it's important to be able to find it in the world, in, in the church, in the true church of Christ. And we need, as we need each and every one of us who is born again and, and believers, we all need to take responsibility for reflecting that love to others. So I just pray for healing for every single person that needs that healing love. Um, I shan't mention names, but people that in our church family who need healing right now. I just pray for them specifically. I pray for healing for people that I know that need healing um, and breakthroughs in their lives from certain things for them to be brought out from the miry clay and set upon the rock, to be given the garment of praise for the spirit of mourning, to be given the robe and the ring, to be pulled out of the the, the quagmire and the swamp and the and the pig's will and to come home to the Father God to be found and to be planted and rooted in the DNA the 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 DNA of where they're meant to be in the in the house of God around other brothers and sisters in Jesus mighty name I thank you Lord for this broadcast and I thank you hallelujah Really, it is a, such a blessing to serve in this, in this, um, in on this platform, and I just thank you, Lord, for everybody on this stream. Um, please feel free to share it, and thank you for praying with us today. Um, please f f uh, subscribe to the free audio podcast, and the prayer experience is back on tomorrow, Thursday at one p.m. UK time. Um, we thank you for this broadcast, as, as I say, from Preston in Lancashire. Um, and please keep up praying. It is a weapon of mass destruction against the enemy forces of this day. So we raise up the standard of prayer. We thank you, Lord Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. <laughs>